It's the classic case of a stern parent telling a rebellious child what they can and can't do. And eventually, those limitations reaching a breaking point. Only this time, we're talking about the politics of money and a turf war between state and local leaders. We ended up knocking on 75,000 doors, um, talking to voters about the chance to actually make the Florida economy work for hardworking people. Every year, lawmakers in Florida meet in Tallahassee to propose and pass new laws, present a budget, and represent their communities in the state capitol. And in recent years, that agenda has included a targeted focus, keeping towns and cities from making too many of their own rules, rules that could end up influencing policy around the state. This is Tallahassee Takeover from WLRN News. I'm Danny Rivero. On Thursday, September 30th, the minimum wage is going to go up across the entire state of Florida. It'll start at $10 and then go up $1 a year for five years until it hits $15 in 2026. And at the end of that process, it'll mark a 73% increase in the state's minimum wage. Over 60% of Florida voters decided to do this in November of 2020, when they passed a ballot amendment that changed the Florida Constitution. And this decision to dramatically raise the minimum wage in Florida did not come from nowhere. In some ways, it was the backlash to a statewide law that banned cities from being able to set their own minimum wage to reflect the different cost of living in different parts of the state. In mid-2016, the mayor of Miami Beach says he was getting some pretty interesting phone calls from local businesses. A lot of the hotels were coming to us and saying, hey, can you um, provide workforce housing? Can you um, help us do this and that and provide more public transportation? All these various options, which, as you know, are, are good ideas. But the reality is, is that they take a lot of time to implement. Philip Levine was mayor back then. And I said, well, I don't understand. You know, maybe if you actually paid your people a little more, who knows? Maybe they'd actually be able to afford to live here. Levine introduced an ordinance that would raise the minimum wage in Miami Beach. The ordinance passed in a unanimous vote on the city commission, making it the first city to make that move in Florida. Levine says he wanted to move forward with raising the minimum wage because he was bothered by the logic of not doing it. The question is, why are we paying to subsidize someone else's business as a Florida taxpayer when the business should just pay a fair wage and I know that I'm going to have the crime effects of you underpaying them, and I'm going to have the social welfare costs of you underpaying them. Whatever you do, as a local resident taxpayer, don't burden me because I'm not a partner in your business and I'm not interested in being one. The city of Miami Beach knew it was picking a political battle with the state. That's because 13 years earlier, the Florida legislature passed a law saying no city can raise the minimum wage. The reasoning was that to create the best possible business environment, cities shouldn't be competing with one another over wages. Essentially, lawmakers didn't want a bunch of companies setting up shop in one city where they can pay lower wages. And they also didn't want all the workers rushing to a different city where they can earn higher wages. The argument was it would be best to make it flat across the entire state. But the following year, in 2004, 
Florida voters overwhelmingly passed a ballot amendment that raised the minimum wage and set it to inflation. Like, if inflation goes up 3% one year, the minimum wage also goes up 3%. And in that ballot amendment, there was some language that was a little bit ambiguous about whether cities could do what Miami Beach was planning to do in 2016. Our legal department gave us uh, a go-ahead that we have strong footing, that we, yeah, not a guarantee, but we should do it and we could move forward with it. And, and we just, we took the leap because we felt it was the, the right thing to do. A lawsuit was quickly filed against the city by the Florida Restaurant and Lodging Association and other groups. And in that lawsuit, they cited the state law that banned cities from setting their own minimum wage. The state of Florida, under former Attorney General Pam Bondi, backed that position. Mayor Levine says the whole thing was preposterous. The cost of living in Miami Beach is so extraordinarily high that it will require a higher living wage or minimum wage in Miami Beach, where if you're up in Alachua County or you're in Polk County or you're in some other counties around the state where the cost of living is so much less, maybe that wage should should be different than Miami Beach, or maybe it's lower, maybe it's a different, one size doesn't always fit all in the state of Florida. We have a huge state with so many counties. So that was my belief. That was his belief. But his feelings changed a couple years ago when the Florida Supreme Court decided not to hear the case on whether Miami Beach had the right to raise a minimum wage. That left in place lower court rulings that stated clearly once and for all, no city in Florida could raise the minimum wage on its own. This happened just as a ballot initiative to raise the statewide minimum wage to $15 was picking up steam. The idea was to start with raising the minimum wage to $10 in 2021, and then one more dollar per year for five years. When we spoke two years ago, Mayor Levine told me, even though he felt city by city was the more logical way to go, it was time to take the fight to voters statewide. And I believe overwhelmingly they're going to say yes. Uh, because you know what? It's, the bottom line is, is that you got to pay for it one way or the other. We ended up knocking on 75,000 doors, um, talking to voters about the chance to actually make the Florida economy work for hardworking people. Helene O'Brien is the Florida director of a union that represents janitors in South Florida and other parts of the state, SEIU32BJ. She says the union had looked at pushing for higher minimum wage at the city or county level, but they knew the state wouldn't let them do that. As long as we weren't able to have local control, it almost inevitably led us to this effort where we were going to have to raise for the whole state. The ballot amendment to raise Florida's minimum wage to $15 was funded by Orlando-based personal injury attorney John Morgan. He's also the guy who almost single-handedly pushed through a ballot amendment that legalized medical marijuana in Florida. The proposal to raise the minimum wage was set to go on to the ballot in November of 2020. Here's John Morgan talking about that effort in 2019. Philanthropy has always revolved around food, medicine, water, shelter, clothing. We believe that those things give people dignity. At the firm, at Morgan & Morgan, we believe that a living wage of $15 an hour wage does all of that. Unions and workers across the state held rallies, made phone calls, visited churches, and walked neighborhoods to get the word out. 
We were in Hialeah, we were in West Kendall, where there's, you know, mix of voters in West Kendall and in Hialeah is mostly Republican. And yet folks were like, yes, on Amendment 2. So I actually started feeling really good that, that this was going to pass. It just really took off like wildfire. It was a no-brainer, regardless of who people were going to vote for at the presidential level, regardless of party, people felt like this is the American dream. You work hard and you have a, a way to get ahead. Odemi Melendres is a janitor. She's part of the union, and even though she already made more than the minimum wage, she started knocking on doors and mobilizing support for the effort. She said, if the minimum wage goes up, it means those people who are affected will have more money to spend. And in the long run, it'll help the entire economy. Plus, her employer would ultimately have to raise her pay, too, as the minimum wage creeps up. Melendrez went to polling sites during early voting and Election Day last November. And she said everyone started calling her that night when the ballot amendment passed. But they haven't had a proper celebration yet. The real day for celebration, she says, will be September 30th, when the minimum wage goes up to $10 an hour. Before the ballot amendment passed, a group called Save Florida Jobs tried to convince Floridians not to raise the minimum wage. And they hired economist David McPherson to back them up with research. McPherson has studied minimum wage hikes in states like California and Washington. And he says in some parts of Florida, there might not be much celebration when wages start to increase. We did a study on California, and uh, we found that, not surprisingly, where it had the biggest negative impact were in the areas outside the bigger cities, right? In the rural areas, uh, as well as the lower wage industries like restaurants. Rural areas have lower cost of living. So even if you have low wages, that money goes farther. Because things like rent, for example, are much cheaper. But when rural areas had to raise wages to match city life, it led to more automation and work hours getting rolled back. So even as workers gained by the hour, they lost on the total hours. So considering this, McPherson had a question about Florida or kind of a working hypothesis in mind. And I'm willing to bet the minimum wage voting, percent voting for in Florida were not, was not even across the state. I don't know, but that'd be interesting to find out. So what percentage of the rural counties voted in favor of it versus, say, Miami? And so here's the answer to that. Even though it was widely seen as a more progressive, democratic-friendly thing to raise a minimum wage, every single one of the top 20 most populous counties in Florida voted for it. That's Democratic strongholds like Miami-Dade, Broward, Orange, and Hillsborough counties, but also Republican strongholds like Collier County, Lee County, and Polk County. And of the 20 least populous counties, every single one voted against it. I will add, though, they're all Republican counties. Still, more so than a red-blue issue, Raising the minimum wage proved to be more of an urban versus rural issue. That's going to make them that much more of a political divide, right? Because you're forcing on them something less of them would like. It's not going to be immediate. It's not like next day you're going to 
because sudden job loss. But as they keep hiking it up, that's going to lead to more and more effects. Now, people know what the hike is going to be. And so people will start making adjustments even before the minimum wage gets to $15 an hour. They know, hey, it's going to get to 15 So we're going to start making adjustments in terms of labor. We're going to use more kiosks, right? We're going to automate more. McPherson said, if you're going to go about raising the minimum wage, the best way to do it would be for local governments to do it on their own, like what Miami Beach was trying to do to begin with. McPherson lived in Tallahassee for 17 years, and he closely watched how the Florida legislature operated. And he said blocking minimum wage increases at the local level. Not the smartest way to make policy. But sometimes in Tallahassee, you get some policy that's less than ideal. Let Miami do what they want to do. Fine. Just don't hurt Jefferson County. Former Miami Beach Mayor Philip Levine says there's a lesson here for the state government. I think it's always careful what you wish for. You know, sometimes you, you push back on this and, and you get something maybe that, uh, uh, that they didn't expect. So now, minimum wage is going to go up in Miami Beach to even higher than the mayor originally pushed for. It's also going to go up in all the other places that never tried to raise the minimum wage, for better or worse. I think the net benefit to the state of Florida is very, very positive. I think wherever people can earn more money and take care of their families is a good thing. Starting September 30th, the minimum wage in Florida will be going up to $10 an hour. And it will keep going up $1 a year until it hits $15 in 2026. That's $15 in Apalachicola, St. Augustine, Moorhaven, and Miami Beach. Tallahassee Takeover is a production of WLRN News. This episode was reported and produced by me, Danny Rivero. It's edited by Lance Dixon and Alicia Zuckerman. Our engineer is Merritt Jacob. I'm Danny Rivero. We'll see you next time.